You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War team making Fate of a Nation, NARM and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly our cheeks, our panzers flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop at Battlefield Hobbies because Harry doesn't listen to the show so I can make his stuff about him. If nice dice your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. I'm Eddie Fez Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Duncan Christmas Spirit Personified Gosling. I'm painting the Iranians. And Lee, patron isn't prostitution, Parnell. <laughs> so go to um, Shoot and Scoot OnlyFans for um, some hot pictures of Duncan yeah. wearing just one of our exclusive t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome to episode 38, the one before Christmas. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we are as we're coming to the end of the year, we've got a very distinctive end of year focus. So we're going to look at um, faces, bases, something, something as always, what we've been painting. We're then going to talk about our year overall looking at what the projects we've been doing and the games we managed to get in the, on the small elements we did yep. and what we plan to do next year including our new, pro- our, our new project as you alluded to oh yeah um we're then gonna have please release me a look at um the year it was in terms of flames of war and bat and team yankee releases and then we'll round up with an officer answers as always so yeah I think, I think we should also give a special shout-out to uh, Canada. Big in Canada, everyone. Big in Canada. Eh? Eh? <laughs> eh? Eh? It's a freedom. It's a democracy. It's a boot. I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> Duncan, seems you've thrown us completely for a loop there. What, what, you were painting Iranians, so talk I'm about still it, right? painting Iranians. I think I'm gonna. That's gonna. I am gonna get a dictaphone. I'm just gonna record that over and over again. And keep playing it, probably for the next twelve months. I'm painting Iranians. Um, I'm pa- I'm painting uh, at the moment as we speak. Um, the vehicles to finish off the mech platoon, or the so that at least I can play a legal mech platoon formation. So I've got um I've got the command M five seven seven, which is a really cool three D print. That uh, yeah, it's actually come out very nicely. Thank you, Mr. Goddard. Um, not too much striping. Looks nice. Um, and I, I've actually customised this heavily, extensively converted it by putting a oil barrel and a radio aerial on it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> which is based off a picture I actually found where they put a radio set in an oil barrel and then just stuck it on the top of the. I don't know why. It just <laughs> keep it dry, obviously. In the desert, give it, give it a modicum <laughs> of like bullet, like a shell, no shell splinter protection. I guess. I I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Yeah, it's just an old one, so it's got a nice, nice. It's got twin like fifty cows with um, ammo tin, Jerry uh, <laughs> can ammo hoppers. Cool, but yeah, it's, it's, uh... well, we, look, we we get what we can get from the Iranians. You know, <laughs> most of it's looted. <laughs> yeah, most of it was once Iraqi. <laughs> exactly. So that's the other thing I'm painting is the um. The objective. So I've got an Iraqi um, artillery observer BR, BTR vehicle mm-hmm. and an Iraqi T-55 that's going to be knocked out. And then the last thing is a BTR um, observer vehicle for the Iranians. I don't, I don't have any premise for why they should have a BTR observer artillery vehicle other than the fact that there is one and they are allowed to use BTR. So I imagine it's been captured from the Iraqis and they've just repurposed it. But yeah. um, that, that's, that's all being done. And then two recordless rifles because they're really awful. 
<laughs> so uh, you can throw them in the um, recordist rifle armed uh, M113s. You can put them in the um, mech uh, company. So I've got them as well. I've got the toes as well. I made a mistake. I made a miscalculation in the number of M113s I had, and I had oh, two okay. spare. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll do myself both options, and I'll have recordists and toes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you'd, you'd bother because the toe is a point more than two recordist rifles. It's, as you can imagine, considerably more uh, threatening. Yeah, but the, if you do, you get one toe or two recordist rifles. Nope. You can have two toes. Yep. Uh, two toes for two points, or two recordists for one point. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know. If you got a shape of point somewhere, time? is there like a period difference between them, or is it just? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm working my way through the cheery, um, the cheery Iranian, Iraq, Iran um, book series I've got. I'm up to volume two now. I think we're definitely uh, on some sort of watch list by now. Me? Oh God, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I was writing an article for the blog, and I was trying to find pictures for the passage, and uh, yeah, I. I'm surprised I'm allowed to have this conversation, to be honest. Um, Merry Christmas to our um, assigned case officer in Cheltenham. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> one, of the, one of the guys from the, other, from the, the club has just started 3D printing. And he yeah. just punches a message. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting for my uh, the alcohol and resin to, to arrive so I can have a good time in the shed. <laughs> and they're just like things you could only say in a War Games chat group number three. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Carol? Uh, uh, Carol's helping one of our friends get up and running with it. Oh, that's cool. Um, He's a good bloke. Yeah, good, good, good chap, Carol. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Between that and assembling um, mini capture T62s, I did have a waiver about halfway through assembling them, was going, trying to decide whether I actually went um, Iranian with those or whether I started an Iraqi army to fight <laughs> against Dangerous. using T62s. What were your T62s? Yeah, you borrowed my Iraqis. Fine. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. As long as I've got an opposition, I just was looking at it going, well, I think the problem was it was a three for two sale as well. And it was the Iraqi um, box set was in there. And I'm playing around with ideas. But yeah, I resisted that one. I resisted that from that perspective. I'm so glad everywhere was practically sold at a Lavs and Humvees in that sale. Yeah. <laughs> it was dangerous. It's very dangerous. As it was, I've got one box of Humvees, but um, yeah. Just one box? What, what's that for? Oh, I, I will use them for my um, Gulf War Americans. I'm going to have oh, okay. For like the tow version or the recce version, I haven't decided yet. You can yeah, have the uh, Stinger version, can't you? Say again? Sorry. I was just going to poach the miniguns if you weren't going to use them. Oh, yeah, you can probably, you can probably have my miniguns, yep. That's not whoop, whoop. I, I was just saying, you can. I thought you could have the Stingers as well for cheap AA. Well, you see, I've already got six from the um, Ryan's Leverhead box, which and four of those were going to be stingers, and that was going to be it. But then the sale came, and I needed something to make up. I thought, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have to start a whole hundred yards, but came. I could just have like a platoon of them, just to like, um, it'd be kind of cool with all the desert stuff on them, that kind of thing. So. We, we go Marines or Army? It'll be Army. It'll just be, um, it, it, it's mainly to give, um, if I do get another box of the rifle guys like so I'm doing 80 like an airborne force and have oh, cool. numbers. Yeah. Good. So yeah but that's that's kind of where I've yeah that's where I've been uh assembling assembly mostly assembly. I've gone through a, an eddy phase of I need to assemble some stuff. Build everything. Yeah. Build everything. Mm-hmm. Um BMPs as well. 
it's a nice kit, but I've I built quite a few now, and it's getting quite boring. I, I know what you mean. Like I say, apart from the grenade launcher and the BMP2 version, it is a nice kit. But once you've built like 10 of them, it starts losing its charm. When you get build 20 of them, it just gets tedious. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think any kit, any kit gets, no matter how good the kit is, any kit is going to get tedious after. after well, that, that. that's exactly it. And I think, I think I'm on, I think I've done, yeah, I've done 20 now. So I've done 10 for the Iranians and I've done 10 for the Egyptians. Oh, wow. And I've got some, yeah, I've got some extras. The, the uh, Iranian ones are going to get painted as Revolution Guard, though, just for a break from the sand. So they're green, undercoated at the moment. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, actually, that that was an AK spray. Sorry, Eddie. Uh, but, it's a, yeah, it's a, nice, it's a nice Soviet green. It's the only one I could find. It's how it starts, man. I know. Slippery slope. Yeah, next thing you know, you're, make, you're, making ga- you're making gas chambers in 50mm. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, you're, already do, you're already doing a run of rock. You've got some fake... <laughs> <laughs> it's a fairly grim material right there if you want it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll decide to make a vignette. Um, <laughs> what balsamic? Uh, but it yeah, it's base and it's labelled weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Wow. <laughs> Fight the power, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure we definitely got to watch this this year. Oh no, yeah, it's just the base that says weapons of mass destruction, and then a the little sign just saying it's all lies. Yeah. <laughs> Little translation book, quotes of mass destruction, and then oil on the other page. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. I'm just now going to have a conversation with the security officer at work asking why my security clearance has been revoked. So. Yeah. <laughs> Flagged. Flagged. <laughs> what have you been doing lately then? Well, apart from worrying about my career. Um, <laughs> what career? Yeah. <laughs> I finished off my Gulf War project. Oh, you did, yes. Well, no, mm-hmm. you guys may go, well, what, if, you, if you did that, why did you just buy two boxes of challenges you sent a photo of? So. <laughs> so. Well, no, they're extras. You don't need those. They're just, they're just, they're just for the wow factor, aren't I they? I just assumed you meant hobby finished, which means I've painted what I've got for now. But, this is true. So, yes, I, that's probably the best way of saying it. I, I got... The first tranche of my um, Gulf War project done, and then the two for one the two for one sale happened. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan said he needed something from it, so I I thought, well, no, actually that's a perfect excuse to buy two boxes of challenges and basically give Duncan some one hundred five millimeters for free as a Christmas present. Bang bang bang. Um, so basically, I, I worked out well, I've already got three challenges painted. I got two that weren't assembled. Buying two boxes, that gives me the 40 I need for a full squadron. So actually, it's not a huge amount of money just to do that. You know, if I should ever want to pay a, a 300-point game, I then have everything I need. So that's going to come well, up How many lot. points did we work it out as? It was a 280-something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's like a 180-point formation if I put the scorpions in. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, that romba, it's, it's expensive. It's, uh, now we just need yeah. the 300-T-72s to go against it. <laughs> I just like yeah. to, I'd like to imagine that the scorpions are the thing that just pushed it over the edge, though. Like yeah. it was reasonable up until that point. You went, oh, four points. Squeeze the extra four points in. <laughs> we'll make it make it around two hundred point formation. That was it. That's a... Wow, that's that's chunky. Is that one of the most expensive formations? It's got to be, hasn't it? Uh, probably. I think M one A one H C would probably beats it out just. Yeah, that's got yeah. that's, that's got. 
equal or slightly better armor, I can't remember now, um, the same firepower, but better mobility, because its firepower doesn't go down the move, and there was a, yeah. it's going around like a, like, like a grease whippet, because it's got a jet engine in the back. <laughs> we don't care most... about build consumption in this game. <laughs> we must, yeah, we'll have to look at that at some point. That'll have to be a what's the most expensive formation you can find. Maxed out formation. Yeah, max formation, most points. I mean, expensive merchandise-wise, it's got to be one of the Soviet ones, right? Well, well monetary-wise, you mean? Yeah, yeah, easily. Got to be yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it's got to be... I would imagine it's like something like a BTR formation. A Czech oh, BTR oh. formation, backed up yeah. by T-55. <laughs> oh, wow. The resin transport. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, we haven't taken... Oh, it's the OT-64 the or whatever OT-64, it is. OT-64, Polish one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they're resin. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like that sounds like a challenge for next time. <laughs> that sounds like a list challenge. We've done we've done ones being economical. What's the most expensive one hundred point army? <laughs> French recce. Yeah. They'll be out there. Cool. So Eddie, what have you been up to? Uh I have been trying to paint my British infantry company. Uh that I bought whilst I was on holiday mm-hmm. um, came home and realised that, that I had uh, was greeted by eight uh, geckos so <laughs> Yankee geckos on my bed and I was like oh I forgot I was halfway through these uh, <laughs> so I fa- finally finished Whoops. building the last two uh, last night um, so I now have eight geckos sitting there waiting to be painted half are going to be desert and half are going to be uh, olive drab wow um, and that's about it in terms of actual building things. Uh, other than that, I've been panic buying the last bits of my uh, forces because I'm trying to redo my 2020 pledge next year of not buying any new toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, at which point, you know, the postman has been delivering all the bits and pieces oh, that I bought. Hold on one second. Wait one, one second. Yep. Yep. Games Workshop announced a share uh, price. Uh, yep. They've announced a share <laughs> warning. If you're not <laughs> buying anything else, that's it. That's no. it. It's game over. That's it. Single-handedly crash, crash the uh, yep. war games. <laughs> They're done. That 53% uh, price uh, profit over the, uh, over the COVID period. Nope. You've no. wiped all that in one go. Oh... Oh, they Poor got Mark. me the £10 voucher thing. That was that was <laughs> Of course they did. They got me good. Free money. It's not it's, free, Eddie. But it's I mean, free money. There's a lot of stuff that's direct only. I'm like, oh, because, you know, obviously I want to support local gaming stores. So if it's a main line item, I just buy it from various places. But when it's direct only stuff, I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's a cool unit. That's a cool unit. Need, you know. So I've got plenty of Lord of the Rings to work on. Plenty of Necromunda, plenty of uh, 40k as well. Um, and then I was like, oh, I've only got half of a little tiny uh, war fleet for um, victory at sea. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But we're using the, the, the tiny, tiny ships. So, so one, three thousand? Six thousand. Six thousand? Yeah, Jesus, that must just be like a pinprick on the. Yeah, but when it's eight pound fifty for four battleships, I mean they're still like a, a inch and a half long. 
Wait. Hey. <laughs> So, Anything after that, it's just waste anyway. <laughs> just the tip. So, um, yeah, no, just buying the last bits and pieces and units that I want for, for next year. Um, yeah. And, and I've got another week off, so hoping to set up a, a semi-permanent, you know, painting station and, and crack on and get those done. Or get those done, get everything done in a week, yeah. Um, what's, what's first up? Keep, I keep 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 changing my mind because no yeah never <laughs> no way you change part, your mind well, <laughs> part, of me, part of me I don't know whether or not to do a whole try and do a project or just do a unit oh dangerous like a like a unit here and a unit there kind of thing or whether or not it's best just to sit and finish one project if that's so you're doing finish and doing mm. here. Got it so far. Okay. Yep. So Germans. Or Axis. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not going to worry about it. Just sort of see what happens when I sit down and get the paint out. Let's spin the Eddie Wheel of Hobby. Crown Green Bowls. Oh, I'm a two centimetre anti aircraft guns. Yay! <laughs> that was a win actually that was one of the good things being being in the states and finding because both, the, the, both as guns but also the armored two centimeter yeah you the, monkey. the quad two centimeters they re-released on the web, web store yep but not the single two centimeters and i already had two of the single two centimeters from before the armored ones right the arm, yeah armored with the the plates on front and the uh, better yeah, ones there's one one web store out there that had two left. Um, which I managed to get delivered. And then buried back in my bag of gameage with some clothes and stuff around the side. Um, yeah. Oh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Alex Anderson as well uh, from Fargo, who <laughs> gave me a message on behalf of... He Facebook stalked me uh, on behalf of Little Big Wars, the store over there, because when I went in and bought my British... Uh, support bits Um, because I've got the six pounders the HMGs and the mortar platoon and uh, they forgot to give me the two for the the two for three discount three for two discount oh yeah so they (laughs) they forgot they went who's this English guy who's coming in (laughs) (laughs) listening to the website Alex listened to the podcast and then contacted me on Facebook to go Oh, they haven't given you a discount. If you're still in Fargo, we'll come in and we'll sort it out. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Well, being step famous actually uh, was a benefit. Being step famous may have saved you ten dollars. So uh, <laughs> just yeah. give him back, Eddie. Just give him back. Yeah, no, I said that's fine. You know, I'd rather help those guys out. Indeed, yeah. But uh, no, not a lot of painting yet. Still. Still trying to figure out what I want to do next. Probably clean up my stockroom slash bedroom and figure it I, out. I actually genuinely think we should have the hot, uh, Eddie's Wheel of Hobby and every week we should spin or every podcast we should spin it and that's the thing you have to paint. That would be amazing. I think that we make that thing for, for 2021 because I'd enjoy that immensely. Well, I did the list. I, I'm, I'm also up for this. this is... the, thing, the thing that stops me from... The Wheel of Misfortune. Well... <laughs> 
I made a hobby that uh, I got a Trello board, which is one of those. Oh my god, you got project management software for your painting? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. No, no, Eddie. I just look at the pile and go, right, you're next. Well, I I wanted to figure out what I'd actually got in terms of for which system, which army, whatever. Um, So I I started (laughs) just listening to them on the Trello. I started writing them down. I went, this is dumb. I just, you know, I use Trello. Uh, Other software management platforms are available. (laughs) Yeah, Trello's the best, though. Sorry, I don't work for the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I split it into like early war, mid war, late war, fate of a nation, NARM, great war, and then World War Three team Yankee. And then I was like, well, I'll put my bolt action. Well, out of those, um, I've got 53 different formations. (laughs) Yeah, sounds reasonable. I mean, a lot of that has shared stuff. So it's like, you know, Brit Desert Motor Company, British Matildas, Brits Grants and Honeys, you know. And at that point, I was like, well, that's quite... And then, and then I started to colour code them to go, like, right, what have I... What's painted to gaming standard? What's assembled? Mm-hmm. Then I realised that I haven't actually finished, finished any of any of them. They've all got something that's left. And at that point, wow. I was like, oh, I probably should not buy any more uh, next year. A little bit disciplined, yes. A little bit of actual discipline, you know, which which is ironic because then I found the the quote from twenty twenty where I was like, I'm not buying any more models this year. I was like, I forgot I made that that pledge. Oh, I didn't. COVID came, <laughs> yeah, COVID came along, and I was like, yeah, oh, well, I'll set a hobby budget, and then I'll be fine. And then I set the budget too high, and then you know what screwed it? It was the it was the daily deals. That was it. Oh my god, I missed those. Yeah, I the mean, daily deals of waking up or waiting till midnight and going refresh, refresh, refresh. Well, yeah. that brings us nicely along to our um, our twenty twenty retrospective of our um, our game adventures because I think, refresh. like you say, that was the big thing. Cause we, it was like <laughs> I was getting to the point where I was get I was trying to get to sleep because I'd work the next day, and my mm. phone be buzzing because Eddie going, "Is it one o'clock yet? Is it one o'clock yet? Is it one o'clock yet?" <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Eddie, it's not one o'clock yet. That was By the way, soundtrack to lockdown one. Yeah. yeah, but as I the thing, I wake up next morning to find you know the screenshots that either Ben or Eddie had taken and put, or you had put up because one yeah. of you happened to be up and saying, "Here's what's on day deal today." Well, so, and then pondering it for the whole day, going, "I've only got 24 hours to make this decision." There's too much yeah. pressure. It was that was it. Cause it was like the German artillery thing. It was like the humbles came up. Oh man, I, I can't want humbles, but I was going to kick myself if West come up because I don't want to buy too lots of artillery. Yeah, I I'll buy the Hummels, mm-hmm. and then the West came the next day, and it's like I, I, I jumped too soon. And in fact, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie had my back, so he then bought me some West as a birthday present. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Early birthday present, I think, was described there. I, so. I think that was that was a brilliant initiative from Get, uh, Battlefront. I hope it did well for them, because um, yeah, I, I, it was great fun, actually, sitting there going it was, it was terrifying at the same time, but going oh, SU one two twos. Do I need the SU one? Why what do I need this? What list can they go in? What about this? Well, if I what have I got? Yeah, that, maybe that might come up. Oh, well, the thing that I missed out on was the bloody Israeli infantry stuff for team. Oh, muzzle top. Yeah, well, six. I I I did punch a bit on the Israelis when it came up the first time. I thought the Macavers were the first thing. I skipped them. It was kind of regret, but then all like all like the um the the um sign wind up. What's it called? The um. Prayer. Oh, the prayer. Oh, later, but it was like kind of what it's called. Oh, Sidewinders. 
Name escapes me at the moment. Chaparral, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, right. They came up. So I got some of those. And I got the pariahs. And I got. I was forever waiting for the, either the infantry to come up or the M113s. And neither of those two ever did. So I ended up with most of the Israeli army, which then didn't have any support options. It didn't have the core, because <laughs> the core never came up in the sale. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, was, that was cool. I enjoyed that. That was quite fun. I, to the point where I kept a spreadsheet about what had come up and what hadn't, so we could try and work out. Yes. What could potentially be coming up? We start yeah. gaming it, yeah. <laughs> Started collecting data on it and then betting on it. A bit like Paddy Power. The thing I could resist for, I, I generally would resist for the morning. It would get to the late afternoon and then I would have been fixated on it so much. I'd be like, oh, okay. You also have time on your hands, which is a terrible thing. Yeah. I'm sitting there, I can see my bloody British um, honey and Grant army. In a pile of boxes that came from that was one of the last ones actually lockdown one yeah oh, I, had, um, I ended up having to buy our poor postman a, a chocolate bar just to say sorry for the amount of deliveries he made what is he's now got crippling back pain from uh, yeah. from delivering it's all right, mate. I've got your snickers but, uh, not that he got another chocolate bar today with the latest batch of stuff that arrived so so what did so Conclusion, yeah. 2020, what did you get? What did you work on for 2020? Because you have worked on stuff. Oh, God. Well, it started off, if I go back for me, it started off with my whole, I'm only ever going to play my US late war list. <laughs> I went oh, to Car- yeah. Yeah, because I went to Carivery with the US late war list with the, you know, mm-hmm. the Long Toms and the 105 Shermans and my little mortar team. Mm-hmm. Because this yeah. was going to be you practicing ahead doing Reading by spending yes. the whole year practicing one army. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember before. this now. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was before it all went sideways. The time before. Um, oh, man, before good time. Weekend. Good weekend as well. And then uh, ended up. Yeah, so did those. So I got those all game ready, but not finish and I was going to finish all the crew and that kind of thing so that was the focus and then lockdown came along and then it just bits and pieces and it all just kind of snowballed to be honest so what are the top three things that you've done this year then because this is still painting right we're talking about or we're doing the whole retrospective I think the whole retrospective of our year before we do the the sort of release year which will be the next yeah um, I painted. I've done a load of batch work on German. I did all those Panzer threes, Panzer fours, rather. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I don't know if I've actually sat and finished a whole chunk of things. I've done a lot of building and a lot of base coating, basically. So I did all of my Team Yankee and Fate of a Nation stuff. Uh, stuff. The, the Iraq Egyptians. I've built. Oh no, that's there we go. I painted all my bloody Team Yankee uh, Polish infantry. You did, yes. You did. Yeah, that was it. Did a ton of those guys because that's quite a large chunk of sitting down, and I got put off by doing the second pursuit. <laughs> no, that's because we had the original thing was of the year was to do that escal- um, escalating league for Team Yankee. Yeah, it? it was. Yeah, we got. To- We've done the 50-point stage before when lockdown started, just we were doing the 75-point stage. 
Correct. Yep. That's right with the duchies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Poles, the Brits. Yeah. But then I ended up going into, you know, so I built my built like I did things like build all my M60s for the Israelis, and then get them sprayed. But then they waiting for the airbrush undercoat, and then they'd go into a box, go away, and then something else would come out. So maybe a bit of focus would be good. <laughs> You know. the, the, the sound of surprise yeah. <laughs> what about you boys then eh, eh? eh? yeah Duncan me? Yeah, I've done nothing done? I've done nothing this year <laughs> I've done zero uh, I have I was thinking about this last night and I've so I've painted uh, the 2nd Infantry Division Army for the US so all the submachine gun armed um Infantry units, all of the US stuff. It's the first plane I really painted for World War Two. So I painted the um, uh, Thunderbolt, mm-hmm. which I thought came out all right. Yeah, it's been all right. Uh, I finished off the Egyptian Thunderbolt Company. One well, thing about Thunderbolts, so I painted some more infantry there. Uh, I've painted the Dutch. So most of the Dutch is done now. I've got to finish off a few support elements. Um, yeah, this basically there for the team yank stuff and then uh then it's just been the iranians they've been the preoccupation so i worked out didn't i because the the two id was done during lockdown one that was i think i did 100 points in a month yeah Yeah, a month yeah so that that took its toll and then i switched to dutch and then i got most of that done i haven't painted that all i do need to actually i was um, i know i was just taking the mickey but i do actually probably need to work out what's left and what's painted because i have got that spreadsheet uh for the fate of a nation stuff where i've got all my egyptians recorded as to what state they're in whether it's you know assembled built uh, sorry built um undercoated painted not purchased because <laughs> <laughs> there's a few of those on there still um but yeah, uh, it's actually been quite a lot. It's been the year of infantry for me. I, actually, I forgot as well that I'd painted a, a bootstug company for the Italians. Oh, That's yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah, the Italian yeah. campaign. Yeah, so that was a, a little distraction. That was quite nice. That was um, seven stugs. No, four stugs, three stews, I think, and then a platoon of uh, Hermann Goering pioneers. So I've still got a load of those to go. Um, I just don't, I'm not feeling the the German vibe at the moment is the issue. I think I've got other stuff that, I've got plenty of Germans painted. So I think it's probably that at the moment that's driving that. Is that I don't have a, a real need to paint some more Germans at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about those things as well. i just done bits like that. Because I picked up the brim, brim bars in the... Oh, um, the sale. I yeah, in the 40%. Yeah. And the, the stupid thing is now, I'm like, well, there's that Brimbar company. I could have just done that as well. But um, they're sat there. They're all undercoated, um, just sitting in the box, waiting. But yeah, it's definitely been a, a Team Yankee year as well, I think, for me. Team Yankee's kind of the, what with the Dutch and the, the Iranians, and I painted some Soviets in the middle, and Fate of a Nation isn't quite Team Yankee, but it's certainly not World War Two. No. It's interesting how... Cause... Certainly, the first lockdown, there was still the hope of Bedou Redding. 
mm-hmm. which was shaping both your and Eddie's um, painting aims at the time. Let's say your yeah. second Americans and Eddie's was getting through his Americans. I was still ahhing about doing Reading, so I never really committed doing World War Two, which I think is the difference in what we did. Yeah, I mean, I wanted the the, the two ID thing was just another stupid idea of just looking on the website and going, oh, the Hammy's still got three of these boxes, the, the actual, <laughs> you know, metal platoons with the set of machine guns. Huh. That'd be quite cool. And yeah, trying to, just trying to get that done ready because the aspiration was to get it done so we could, um, this was in lockdown, was allegedly going to be for three weeks to get painted a month and then start practicing with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all done and dusted and sorted now um and then yeah that's kind of where i'm at i've just got more iranians than i know what to do with to paint now (laughs) a world of iranians the wonderful world of iran yeah (laughs) do you like one point tanks (laughs) if you like one point tanks this is definitely the army for you oh you do like one point tanks do you like painting massed infantry (laughs) apparently i do i didn't realize i did but apparently it's my thing. I, f- I found my, my, my thing in life, I think. Is That's your kink. Apparently so. Everyone else bemoans it and goes, oh, I'll paint armour or whatever. But for me, I, I don't know how, why it is. I, I struggle sometimes to paint armour more than I struggle to paint infantry. Yeah, because I, I think... say normally it's reverse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Eddie's always then. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. Well, it's just the amount of time it takes for compared to doing tanks for the points as well. It's like, these is, these are one point a stand, whereas these tanks are half the amount of effort and they're three or four points a, you know, a model. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I think it's to do with the repetitious nature of, of armour for me. And I know infantry is, is repetitious, but somehow it's I can break it down easy. Like, I, I get stuck on things like tracks. Tracks bore the crap out of me, and I know that that's my own fault for... I've given up painting tracks. Yeah. I just, just because the amount of times I look at my other models where I have painted them and then I've weathered them and to get a nice amount of weathering, you can barely see the track anyway. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I do know what you mean. And it's my own stupid fault. But, um, yeah, I th- it's definitely, I'm, I'm actually probably most excited about getting on the tabletop the entire Thunderbolt company, to be honest, because I think that's going to be terrifying. Jesus. You, you brought movement trays. <laughs> No, no, no. We'll just do it properly. One stand at a time. My McGacks find that idea terrifying because, like I say, just trying to deal with all those, all those saggers they bring along with them. Yes, it's six saggers. Which put out three shots each. Wads up very quickly. Yeah, and then it's how many RPGs it is. Many. Mm-hmm. But I just like them. I got yeah, I got them all out and actually took some photos of them. I, d- I probably need to do that with with some of the armies because I have. And you've probably done the same thing. You've painted stuff and during this period not used it painting and it's gone away, just to be um, used another day. And I don't think I've quite acknowledged how much effort I put into some of that, and it's yet to bear some fruit. Yeah. Well, hopefully, get tier one, and then we'll be able to start getting some games again. Ooh, yeah, nice. Boris. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> What's he done now? He invented the tier system, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, must have done. Oh, it's all his fault. 
Barack. Honestly. Speaking of uh, Americans, you're not paying any, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's not a bad segue, because the original plan was I was going to do my my, Ameri- my Americans for World War Two at some point this year. Yeah, you, you got proper magpied a couple of times this year, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I had a plan. I even wrote an article about said plan of being... Oh, no, first, you thought the first, yeah, the first third of the year was going to be the British for um, 80, 85 British for Ting Yanke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it was going to be the Israelis, the, the uh, Six-Day War era Israelis with um, Centurions. Because um, there was that gag about me buying all those resin Centurions and then the first twitch that Pete did was doing <laughs> plastic. plastic Centurions. It's like, thanks. Yep. Thanks, Obama. Um, and then I was going to do my World War II Americans that ran that year out. Um, how's so that pan out for you? One out of three. Was, uh, <laughs> But it's because, like, like you say, I got I got to some degree magpied by it all because I ended up doing. Well, I wrote an article about doing Gulf War Brits, and then Battlefront gave us some support by bu- dumping um, a bunch of warriors and um, a box of challenge uh, challenges and a box of um, Spartans. I thought, well, if they give me free stuff, I really feel obliged now to do this army because it's not. <laughs> Damn those nice guys! Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks cool. Yeah, it did look cool. So once I finished off the um, 1985 Brits, I went, but which which also expanded because I bought the Harriers at the same time because I thought the Harriers because they switched to doing plastic Harriers using GR5s and they looked quite oh, cool. Oh yeah. Um, I then went did did the Gulf War, and then all right, so I did a bit of Gulf War. Then I was going to switch back to the Brits, finish those off, and try and get these readies done by year end. And then the Soviet stuff came out, and yeah, I ended up doing some Soviets. Yeah, T80s. T80s. And BMP3s and a Kickstarter of a bunch of you know camo suited BDV of which I've now somehow misplaced a larger chunk of that infantry platoon, which I'm still trying to find. Oh really? I don't know where I put it in the office. I need to have a proper clean out and find out where I put them. There's definitely somewhere in here. <laughs> um, These are the camouflage want... though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the painted ones. Let's try and find the unpainted, the, the actual company, the full strength company of all the support options. Oh. The bit I was going to do next, so I need to find that because it was uh, going to be the big chunk of what I was going to do for the Soviets. Whoops. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We've got a few games in. Got did. some Imperial Knights built for 40k, just for, more for show than actually intentionally using them. A whole bunch of aeronauts get done, which we had a few games of. Tiny planes. Yeah, tiny planes. Not so tiny. No, bloody huge, some of them. Yeah. And yeah, it was a. Uh, Although it wasn't much in the way of gaming, it was actually a pretty, it was a very productive year of painting. Yeah. I'm actually impressed how much I got through this year in terms of painting. That's like um, two, three, two, well, at least 200 point forces painted up. Yeah. Plus the Soviets, which is probably near about 150 itself. But like Eddie, my intention is to try and spend as much 2020 as possible not buying anything else until I've got stuff done. Yeah. The completionist pledge, yeah. Yeah. So my plan is... I'm right now trying to finish off my 985 Brits with the Abbots I bought on the Dark Sphere sale. Um, Plus the (laughs) the the 432 mortars and and the infantry platoons uh, mount. Then I'm going to go back to the Soviets because my Dyson Soviet stuff just arrived. 
Ooh. And then I made a slight mistake by buying a bunch of Team Yankee Americans. So you made a mistake. Right. Yeah. I, I, they have you raised your hand and said that you have made a mistake? They were they weren't on the original plan, but I somehow ended up buying a box of Bradley, two boxes of Bradleys, one for Battlefront, one for somewhere else. Um, some M one nines and some Humvees and Apaches. So yeah, I guess the Team Yankee Americans are on the agenda at some point next year. <laughs> Along with the Israelis and the World War II Americans and the last of the Soviets. Ooh, and that's assuming I don't get magpied come anymore. this time next year mm. by British comets and stuff. So it's going to be a... That's going to be the resist. That, that's the, I think going to be the um, the challenges resisting the the shiny new. Yeah. Well, I think, I, I'm not worried about that because I've still got, I've already got the models. It's just the rules I'm going to get when they come out. <laughs> Yeah, it's the problem I got the comments. I bought two boxes. I was actually, for once, restrained and didn't buy a whole squadron. I just bought ah, that's your problem. two boxes because I thought that's going to be... That's like 10 comments. That's, that was a lot of points in version 3. And my, my hope is that when they release the comment model again, I don't go buy, buy the extra two boxes I need to fill the full squadron. But um, Yeah. <laughs> I bought, just bought two yeah. boxes of challenges to build a whole squadron that's unrealistically filled in points, so... I think we can see the trajectory of where this is going. <laughs> Great success is where it's going. Tremendous success. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been... I think we're all looking forward to getting some games in. Like I say, once we get our Tier 1, our vaccines pumped in. We'll, um... I, th- I think it's been a challenging year from a gaming perspective, certainly, because I-, I don't go to many events, and I did miss... I usually get right, maybe one or two, and I did miss Reading this year. Um, it kind of came and went as well in the nicest possible way because we knew it was going to, it got been quite reasonably quite early. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it would just be interesting to see when, when things do start flipping in that sense. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed our big barn game. That's like the big barn game was good. One serious bit of game we got in this year was that. And like I say, there was a couple of sessions around Eddie's place just playing around. So, yeah. New Dice Saloon Games Room, hopefully. That'd be good. Well, that'd be excellent, yeah. Pizza and Wargaming again, that'd be... And a license nice. now, so I can have a beer while I'm doing it. But, uh... Oh, wow. <laughs> have they really got a license now? Ooh, awesome. The license is sorted, yep. So we'll have um, beer, 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 bottles of beer at suitable Brighton prices. So... So, yeah, Jaeger bombs <laughs> and rolling dice, yeah. <laughs> Jaeger bombs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> carry you home. Mate, I, I don't drink. Yeah. I, 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 I just Oh, yeah, Lee, we'll have to roll him home. Yeah, that would be fine. Drive him back and then, you know, roll him. Dump him on the doorstep and that's it, hightail it. Yeah, ring, ring the doorbell and run. <laughs> Giggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. It, it has felt like a, a very long a very long year, but yeah, you're right. I, I have got more done, I think, this year than I've ever got done for painting because I've been painting whenever I can, because it's not life. <laughs> so, he says cackling maniacally, but in all seriousness, I think it's, it's been an escape for people as well. Yeah. So, we know how well Games Workshop have done out of this. I'm really curious how Battlefront, like you say, what Battlefront sales figures were like for it. Well, fingers crossed it's been, it's been a good year, because, mm. I mean, like I said, the sales, they've done two sales now. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, yes, the deal of day, the daily deals are more than just the sale, but they did the, the sale as well. And um, 
yeah, some other other places picked up some stuff. That's why we got the um, that's why the Iranians happened, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, got suckered in by. Oh, this is twenty five percent off. Oh, is it? Mm. 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 Interest peaked. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Interest peaked. Interest waning. Um, what what we got next? Oh, uh, well, so yes. Yeah, before we before we move on though. Because oh, one of the things yeah. that has released that I think is definitely worth pimping, so to speak, is the Art of War book. Well, that's what section we're going to get onto now, with Sir. Um, the... Oh, Eddie. Oh, I've misunderstood. Oh, what have you done? What are you going to do? Um, Let me the put police... my hand up. I have made a mistake. <laughs> no, no, no. Edit, edit it out. No one knows I've read, about this, I've read about this in the Just Culture thing. As long as you admit you've made a mistake, you can do what you want. I have made a mistake. No, 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 you just tell people you're still negotiating. That's what happens. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> you don't you don't admit, you just say, Oh yeah, we oh, negotiations are ongoing. <laughs> anyway, so we get so now we go to our section of please release me as um Duncan came Let up with me go. And we are gonna talk about our um favourite twenty twenty releases. This is quite hard. So Eddie, what's your favourite twenty twenty release? My favourite 2020 <laughs> release is I don't know. We've got to recap them because I'm going to miss something. Because the year the year feels like it's a three million years long, and also it also feels like January was yesterday. So time has no meaning anymore. Oh my god! Right. So what I, so what I worked out. The year oh my was, god! There was Team Yankee British at start. Yes. Then it was. <laughs> Yes. Then it was the SS book. Then it was mm. the um, mid-war airborne list. Then it was D-Day Brits. No, nope, we got this wrong already, haven't we? We're not talking. Yeah, we're... D-Day Brits so, was last year. Let's talk about each. So the the, the Brit book, Yankee Brit book, yeah. For me, because I'm specifically doing early British, it was a bit of a, you know, non-event. Because I want all of my um, chieftains to be non uh, still brew. Yeah, same as mine. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like, they're prettier. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you were going to do true nine eighty five, there wasn't very much in the book that's different apart from the fox, was there? The what? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I can have fox scout cars. Ooh. Yeah, the TA as well. Yeah. Oh. I have all of. You know, twenty days to get the order in. <laughs> Just don't go down any hills too fast, or corners, or, or corners. any kind of uneven terrain, or yeah. Is, yeah. is the fox the same as the um? Oh, what's the bloody small one? Sam Fox. No, the one without the cannon. The recce car without the cannon. The dingo. No, uh, post-war. Oh, the ferret. Yeah, the ferret. Does it have the same suspension issues? Uh, sorry, transmission. Yeah, so the fer- there's a connection between the ferret and the fox. I can't remember exactly what it is. I I, I think the fox is basically a scaled-up ferret chassis with a turret right. stuck on top. The problem they, is that turret was just too heavy for the actual. Yeah, but the diff the differentials on the on the ferret they don't they're, they're constantly locked. So if you drive it on the road, because my my uh, one of my uh, family members had one for a while. If you drive it on the road too much, they wind up tension 
So you have to, it's in the manual apparently, so you have to drive down and bounce it off the curb to get the wheels in the air enough that it untensions between the two sets of wheels. It's crazy. Oddly, I remember my dad telling me about this, about, um, about the ferrets. Yeah, yeah. He used to drive, he, yeah, because he used to drive them in Cyprus went, um, along the, um, you know, as part of the UN mission there. Yeah, so, yeah if you're not on dirt, because on dirt, obviously, the wheels can slip a little between themselves and actually un- untension the, the transmission. But when you're driving lots of concrete, you have to, <laughs> it's to bounce them up and down the curbs to try and un- ease, ease the tension in the, uh, so your wheels don't fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, British engineering. That sounds like quite a design flaw. Well, you say it's a design flaw. I call it unique character quirk. <laughs> <laughs> are we still negotiating? We are still negotiating okay. design. <laughs> Fine. Okay. But uh, you've gone... So you finally... You see, you, you resisted almost a year then, Lee. For your uh, challenges. Well, yeah. This, yeah. So I... I I set up doing the Gulf, Gulf War Force, and it had to be based around a worry to make it practically, you know, practical in playing to yeah. get 100 points. Um, and yeah, and I stuck with that for quite a while, and then the sale broke me, and I decided to buy some chains anyway. Just because. Because they're cool. Yeah, and like I say it was nice to, be able to do that sort of Gulf, because I know we had talked about using the Foan um, Egyptians as Iraqis for doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, when Duncan was fighting the idea of doing Egyptians. And I like the idea of doing a desert-themed British list for doing that sort of, you know, the Team Yankee scenario of um, dealing with a, a Soviet-Iran you know, um, invasion of Iraq. Okay. Uh, but but for basing it around, because Gulf War itself is not a particularly interesting scenario. What happens is you spend two days two days doing just airstrikes and then your army yeah. goes in and hits what's left. Yeah, it's uh, if you're going to do Iraq, you know, the Iraq War properly, there's not really much to it as a war gaming scenario. Yeah, the Gulf but doing War the first Yeah, but doing the actual Iraq, you know, Gulf War themed army, but then using it for the Team Yankee scenario. So, you know, go against Iranians and Soviets. Well, that makes it more interesting then, because it actually makes it interesting from a war game perspective as well as a painting perspective. So you've got rubbish Soviets versus good Soviets in a way. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that opened it up for me. Uh, I'd say the actual stuff they put in, like the Warrior, Milan Warrior, and the um, Challenger was all quite cool. Hmm. Um, obviously, we had the Marksman, the Fox, so you can debate amongst yourselves my feelings on that. Um. <laughs> I, think, I think you've uh, there's a long and storied documentation of your feelings about the, uh, the Fox and Marksman. Um, yeah, Fox wonderful and Marksman, pub. Yeah. Pub. Wonderful pub, yeah. I say it's mainly the marks, and the fox obviously does it exist and would have been fielded, so that's fine. But um, yeah, this is fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. This is not. Yeah. Okay. And Dunk, you got no no interest in the British then? Uh, no. What for World War Three? Team Yankee. Yeah. Mm, no, not really. Well, you got mine, Luke's to face off against. It's a. Uh... Well, exactly. There's a lot of them knocking around. Um, I don't know. The, 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 yeah, for me, it was it was a good release because it rounded out um, North Egg mm. um, to an extent because you got more stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, it kind of I, it was cool. Yeah, 
but I just it was like okay. It was also the first of the generic book names, wasn't it? Was it? Oh yeah, it was for Team Yankee. Yeah, because obviously yeah. it always started, it'd been happening with D Day, but D Day yeah. you know, America sort of point was coming. Um, yeah, I must admit the book the book element is the least interesting part of it because obviously the book itself was largely you know all the same stuff as Iron Maiden, just with the extra bits tacked on. So there's no, new, there's, yeah, there's no new scenarios. There's no no real new painting guide elements. It's all just you know, fluff. Was an extra bit of fluff for the new unit they added, and that's about it really. So yeah, the books haven't been. The interesting bit of it, the actual stuff in the books has at least been... It's been where it's at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was January, February time, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we got... What was next? COVID. COVID. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was the SS book next, wasn't it? The the book that wasn't. The what now? (laughs) Because that was... um, Yeah... So, I mean, obviously, yes, it, it did complete the series, is what you can say about the SS. I, I think it was fine. It was all right. It's just, it, yeah. I, I kind of like, yeah, I kinda like what, they, what they did with the SS to make them get away from the myth of the SS and more the practical reality of the SS. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Less veteran. Yeah. And the car pack was still good because it gave you that variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was fine. It was, it was it was fine. Actually, I still need, I don't know if I own that one. I was trying to get all the V four um, World War Two books. I can't remember if I got the SS one. I know I haven't got Progression yet, but yeah, can't I can't remember that. Oh. It's kind of a gap in the book. Yeah, but I mean, so we, what we. What, what came out with this? There was no new models released, was there? For it, was just, it was just a book. No. They it did. Was just no, they they repackaged a load of plastic crew gun. It was like things like gun crews and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they put the cards into the boxes. So I think there's a bit of a skew shift around. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that has here and SS has the cards in it. As well now, which is but, cool. It's cool, you know. Good it, it, was, it was fine. It was just a fine release. It was just one of those yeah. ones. Where it's like, oh, it's, yeah, like you said, it rounded it out, completed off that D Day, and they did need to be in there because you know there were significant deployments. So it was, yeah, it was all good. And then after that, problem. right? Sorry? So we have got. I'm just looking it up actually. We have got we have got slightly out of order because it was D Day British after Team Yankee British. Oh my gosh! Oh. Did you forget that? Yeah, that was a good book. I think it's cause in my head. I thought it was the way round. I thought D Day British ran out last year, and then Team Yankee British came after that. See, yeah, it, all just, it all just blurs into one hobby goodness. It does, yeah. That was a good book. <laughs> D Day British was a good book, yeah. So that was a. I am having having bought the Infantry Company and going back over it. I'm super excited about doing some. Normandy British guys, as you should be. Yeah, that was that was my purchase from the uh, three for two sale. Was British for D Day, which I've never done before. Oh, so it's something new. That's always good. Yeah, exactly. 
but yeah, that was an excellent book. I think that was, I think that might be the culmination of the, the V4 system at the moment. It seems to be well balanced, well rounded. Yeah, well, I think all those D. I think when we did the um, who wore it better, we did say all the the three D Day releases were exactly what late war needed to kick it off because they were all American, German, British were all solid yeah. books with lots of options. Yeah, the cards, the cards were excellent. Yeah, they really complemented the book really well and interesting stuff and neat little twists. Yeah, nothing, nothing massive, nothing game breaking, but every unit could have a slight bit of flavour if you wanted. Yeah, if you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff at the time. What we sort of like say about like you know about powers being um, trained rather than veteran, that kind of thing. In retrospect, you know, we after we played them, that all worked quite nicely. It didn't really seem to have you know it was a, as much a negative as we thought it was going to be. It actually worked. Yeah. I think it's breaking away from that V3 mindset as well of veteran being yeah. a, th- a thing. Mm-hmm. Veterancy's dead. <laughs> Veterancy is dead. I have seven lists from that book. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you can run or you have. I, is this well, on your project board? Yeah, I've just looked over. I thought, what have I got from that book? I said, yeah, so I've got my original British-Irish guards, which are painted because they, they went to Corrivery eight, eight years ago version three it's one of my first version three armies so i've got irish guard shermans um i've then got my mid-war slash late war italy british shermans mm-hmm. um i've got a recce cromwell list in boxes um oh i, I, I stand corrected i've got brit comments in that list but obviously not in that book um i've got a churchill company i've now got british d-day rifles and I've also got Brit Paras that are in a box waiting to go. Well, yeah, so you ha- you've definitely got all the options out of that. And the Brit Paras is interesting. That brings us on to the next book, which was Red Devils. Yay! Yeah. The, mid-war, the mid-war um book. So, obviously, last year we had the American and Falschermaker and, and Italian um, contributions to mid-war airborne. And then Red Devils complete the set by doing... Um, British Airborne and British Commandos in mid-war. I don't know if I've got that yeah. one. I know I've got the American and the German. Well, there you are. I have to pick it up. Because it was number one of those like, book, booklet, booklet, booklet style. Yeah. yeah. A really sensible idea. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I say, it was, it was nothing ground-shaking, but it was nice. Again, it just, it just rounded off the options because I always... Because I'd done in version two and version three the, the, the um, Plimps, Plimps Old Bridge or Plimps Old Bridge, I should say, as a scenario quite a few times, having like British just trying like take over, beat Italians and beat off a German counterattack in Sicily. So it's nice about do it again in version four. Yeah, no, I haven't got it. Well, there you yeah, are. Confirmation. Yep. Hobby Santa needs to arrive. Add to cart. Is no. <laughs> it? <laughs> It's a good thing. It's a good thing we did this retrospective, so we could work out what Eddie has to buy to um, complete the yeah. years. <laughs> Especially well, that makes sense. If it, you know, if I've got a British Power Army, you might as well use it in more than yeah, one. Yes, it's, it's broadly the same. I think. I don't think there's too much difference Pretty from much memory. Same. Yeah, you just get you just get less six pounders, no PX, basically in the middle. Oh, I've got boys and tank yeah. robbers, they? Mm-hmm. which they did release a model for. I think they have a special order. Damn yeah. it. 
special. Should have put that on. Oh, well. Mate, it's Battlefront order. Has it been processed yet? Uh, it hasn't yet. Yeah, it's cool. Ring them up. Yeah, go and ring. They usually pretty good about that. Yeah. Hey, Battlefront, I want to give you some more money. Yeah, sure. You guys. Tasty <laughs> <laughs> doesn't listen to this, right? <laughs> I'll tell you what, how about that? How about this? How about this? When I've painted the Brit Para book, the list for Late War, mm-hmm. then I'll get the book and the bits for Mid War. <laughs> Okay. So, how about that? Let's not add to the lead pile. If I finish, <laughs> if, I finish if I finish the the late war army, then I'll get the bits of mid war, rather than have okay. the bits of mid war sitting on the shelf. That seems fair. Yeah, let me make a note on my little board. That's quite the escalation as well. That was like Cuban Missile Crisis. The escalation. And finished. <laughs> add. Mid war eighty boys um, and small boys, small boys <laughs> and red devils. Uh, there we go. Saved and types things on the internet. Yep. Cool. Right. All the fun. Dodge that for uh, it. Right. Sorry. That brings up summer. And summer, the Team Yankee America book came out. We have a summer. Is there a summer? Yeah, mostly locked down. Yeah. <laughs> but Bradley's came out. Yeah, so we got we, we got the Bradley at long last in Team Yankee, and there was much rejoicing. Yep. And, and then immediate condemnation about the uh, size skirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not looking forward to this cutting all the size skirts up my this, but yeah. But um, yeah, so that came out, and it was quite good. Um, it was a nice enough model, especially like Safe did the early version of the skirts, and it was a really nice model. Um, but also, it got. Um, no, I didn't mean that's criticism. It actually, it was a. It's a really, it's a really nice kit. Yeah, it, I don't know what you mean though. The skirts get a bit fiddly, and you've got a propensity to bend and snap them when you clip them off, even if you're being very yeah. careful. Yeah. This yeah. it, is a small snafu, but like I say, most players won't care that there's not a cutout for the driver's vision. It's a. <laughs> yes, it, 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 it bugs it might me. Might be in a small minority. Lots things, yeah. Lots of things bugs me, so that's not exactly a fair reflection. Um, Bosa, we got it wasn't just a Bradley, we got the Apache. We did. That's a, that looks like a really nice kit, but it's disappeared, it's gone under the Christmas tree, so I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, we got new plastic M109, so I think they count the British release actually. And then we got all that crazy stuff for the um, ninth high tech division. So we had cool yeah. Humvee mounted infantry and that really weird little light tank to Mickey, the RDF. Yeah, with the, the rapid-firing 75. Yeah, everyone's favourite Action Force toy, yes. Yeah. Oh, see, you can tell he spent too much time at the stateside now. It's now I, always, I always liked G.I. Joe, because they rebranded it in the 80s. They did, yeah. But, uh, late 80s, they merged it all into one. Yeah, that's why it was always G.I. Joe. They used to get the comics, and the comics had a storyline about merging it. They changed the movie ending, though, for the UK. Did they? Yeah, yeah, you know, the G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it. Uh, at the end, <laughs> they um, in, the, in the cartoon one, obviously not the '90s remake or mm-hmm. 2000s remake. Um, at the end, in America, in the original, uh, Duke dies from his wounds, uh, which was deemed too aggressive for the UK market. So they re re audioed the end, going he was in a coma, and then they just go, "Henry, he's fine." Yes, I remember that, but I, I thought they did that after Transformers, and all, all regions had it. I didn't realise it was just a European thing. All right. Oh, did they? 
I have definitely seen both versions. I see. I haven't seen both versions. Now, so you might be right here. I, was, I had it. I had this as a tape. It was one of those tapes I probably wore out as a kid. I remember, like, said the whole "he's okay" and thought that's seems a bit tacked on. You know, as a, like a five-year-old. But yeah, sir. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so the American the American book was a uh, again had all the Gulf War stuff in, which is cool. Had um, heavy Solid. Abrams, which will never mm-hmm. get used because it's too expensive. And it had all the cool, and it, I'd say it has, now has my favourite Team Yankee formation, which is the Bradley Armoured Cav formation. It's like a tiny little army all in itself. It's got the lot, hasn't it? Yeah. And it has a reason to buy a gazillion Humvees as well, the Mike High Tech. I know, you're all right. Sorry. Man Google's internet movie ending. <laughs> Breaking I, news. I've, I've obviously hallucinated and imagined the uh, having seen the actual ending. But yeah, if you watch the visuals and don't listen to the soundtrack, it's obvious Duke dies. In the original script, the Joes also held his funeral prior to the final battle. And wow. Backlash from Optimus Prime dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that broke my heart as a kid. As it should. Life sucks. Get on with it. That's it. There's a lot of modern, modern coddling going here from the people generation. That's it. That's why I'm going to blame. That's, that's where it all started, mate. <laughs> that's where it all started. <laughs> okay, uh, then we got to the SS book, which obviously we just covered, so yes. you can skip that. I, I that... will say that the G.I. Joe re- reference is relevant because in the G.I. Joe movie, there is Sergeant Slaughter and he should be a Team Yankee objective. I'm just he saying. Should... There, should be two ver- there should be two versions. There should be the, the faced one where he's actually the Sergeant Slaughter and the heel turn version where he's actually the Iraq version of Sergeant Slaughter. Yep. That's, 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 your, that's your 2021 objectives about front. Get on it. Yep. <laughs> and then and then 2022, I'll take uh, a, a Cobra Commander model. <gasps> that, that'd be fantastic. And, I, I uh, imagine toy rights would probably stop that, but that'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, you, don't, you could get away with it, I think. They've done Indiana Jones and they've done Back to the Future, I think. There's ways of doing it, yes. Yeah. ways of doing it. Well, yeah, this, no, this is this is definitely uh, Kansas uh, Kansas Collins. He's not yeah, yeah. Going in the no. slightest. No, 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 no. This is Python platoon leader. Asp <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Admiral, private platoon, private Python. And the private Python, something different. I think that's on there. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's on Brazzers. Oh, great. I, think, <laughs> I think that's definitely on a Just for Fans. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we get to Bagration Soviets. That was an oh, excellent book as well. Yeah. That, I enjoyed that because it got, it got Soviets back on my to-do list. You know, along with everything else. <laughs> Throws on pile. Yeah, I just think it was a well uh, rounded book. Completed out that Late War, Big Four. Gave everyone their toys. Yeah. I need to get the bloody SS cards. Why? Well, I've got one of my only painted army, fully one, is my Estonian SS. Oh, you mean the command cards? Or do you mean the unit cards? Well, they're they're doing an East. East, Is there going to be an Eastern Front SS book? Uh, No, I don't believe so. Right. Not that we know of. Not that it's ever been mentioned on Twitch. Twitch, some reason. 
caveat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need a note. I need, I need to make some notes. Yeah. Extensive note taking today. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that book again had lots of cool options. It had like the IS, um, IS formations. Yeah. ISU formations. All of the rifle platoon uh, formations you'll ever want. Oh yeah, and the sap, the, you know, the engineer sappers, which again sort of took their version three slot as being the Soviet infantry you run because they're awesome. Yeah. The hip fire Panzerfaust. Well, everyone can do I it in have, version four. I am repainting uh, twenty of twenty ten, ten of my um, fate of a nation T thirty fours over back into olive. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I mean, I keep ten. I've got ten desert ones still for using a fate of a nation, but any more than that gets a bit ridiculous. So I'm gonna. I've got ten left that I didn't sell. To turn back into Soviet T 34s. Oh my god. The love of migration. Well, I've still been eyeballing the IS 122 formation. Uh, uh, formation. Yeah, mistakes were made. Oh. Well, no, well not made, they were made about five, five years, three years ago, four years ago, because I found, found my original IS 2s and. One two two, yeah. So I got the one five twos and the one two twos in the box. Oh right. Along with my original IS twos, um, which were done up all in uh, with tank riders and bedspring armor. Oh, bloody hell! Mm-hmm. So that's that's my bagration lists sorted. sorted. Mm. Yeah. One of the things I'm looking forward to doing is actually trying all the missions that came in these books. We never really got a chance to do any of them. No. Oh, I got the River Assault pack as well. Oh, did you? Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I bought that one. I didn't get the D-Day one because we had all the D-Day mm-hmm. stuff in natural resin. the Bocage one. I got the Bocage. I need to finish building. Um, but no, the D-Day landing pack, which has all the card landing craft and things, but we've also uh, okay. we've yeah. got the resin bit. The only bit, reason you'd get that would to get the... Um, the bunker cards, yeah. The stat cards. I get you. But no, it's so, got the uh, the river landing ones, so we can do some river assaults. I want I want to try those river assaults for Team Yankee as well. Oh, that's what we had discussed previously was the idea yeah. trying to do like a force river crossing in Team Yankee. <laughs> yeah, Soviets trying to force a, uh, a river crossing. Well, amphibious. Just drive across your BMPs. Yeah. Yeah. Helicopter. Helicopter. Well, so it's like having helicopter landings and stuff going on to try and capture the other end of the bridge and stuff like that. It's almost like we need a massive like barn to play these games in. Uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. That's a hint. hint. <laughs> nudge. And, nudge. And like I say, it has been muted. So as soon as we have got um, all the code stuff out of the way, it's de- it's definitely agenda. Green light. Yeah. <laughs> I see a load, load and load of modern roadway systems. I think. <laughs> Yeah, the the that raised one was quite cool. Yeah, I, I really like that one off um, Eddie C's post. Mm. Um, anyway, to what Team Yankee? Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the last release of the year was, of course, for um, Team Yankee Soviet book. Another excellent edition. Yeah, but after the World War Two um, Soviets, it felt a bit weird going back to their old Skill Five hit on four Soviets after having all those cool veteran units in the World War Two one. Yeah, and it, I think it was 
it also suffered a little bit from uh, there's all this cool new stuff for the World War Two Soviets. What have you got for the the Team Yankee ones? Oh, you've got T80s and BMP3s and Tunguskas. Oh yeah, and actually, tours, and tours, and tours. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He so so, so, and, so, so, so you remember actually? No, there's quite a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that. The, the tosser on the the oh yeah, they're on the build. They're on the build queue. Yeah, mine just arrived nicely, so I'm gonna pick those up at the weekend. Did you I, go for three I, or six? I went for free Tosca. I think that's about as much as you're ever gonna need just for the fear factor. I'm proud of myself for not folding. Especially in, in that I've stuck with just my Polish. Okay. So I've got my Polish, I've got my Iraqis and my Israelis, but I've not gone and my British, my Desert Americans, my Desert American Humvees, but I've not yeah. got Soviet Soviets as much uh, as they look awesome and the toss would be hilariously funny to run. Well, how, how many TAs have you got, Lee? I've got uh, b- 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 twelve, I think. Yeah, I think I've got eight. I bought I bought the box twice, so yeah, I think it's. I think so we've probably got yeah, probably got two two formations of T80s between us. So I think we've probably got all the T80s that are ever gonna yep. see the tabletop. I've got six BMP3s. I just bought another box of them, so I can do a mid-sized infantry company in BMP3s. I bought a box of Hurricanes, two boxes of Tunguskas, and a box of Toss as well. Oh, you went two Tunguskas? Oh, for the full four? Cause yeah, full four, four thing, yeah. yeah. That's eight points. It's like, you know. Go heavy or go home, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the, the, the man who owns uh, eight geckos. <laughs> yeah. It's all they, the anti air you'll ever need. They do look terrifying. <laughs> I am surprised they're holding together as well as they are. As well, <laughs> it's a lot of metal, metal and some. Uh... No, I mean, to be fair, the the top piece is just is mainly resin. The, the only metal bits are the two tubes. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a resin hull, resin turret, uh, metal wheels, two the two missile racks, and then the radar. Because oh, the toss is what I haven't put mine together yet, but I, th- I think it's going to be scary because it's going to be very top heavy. Yeah, plastic bottom and a, and a resin, a solid resin block for a rocket launcher. Yeah. Well, I think all the bits of um, like sprue offcuts, so um, lead sprue offcuts, I've been saving up from the stowage I've been doing is, is yeah. going to go in ballast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it ran it ran out the year quite nicely. It gives it gave a big boost. I know although it was stuff I wish they'd done better, it still gave a big boost to the Warsaw Pact in Team Yankee, which is badly needed. Yeah. And the shop, yeah. the shop company gives a really good in for new players who want to do Warsaw Pack but don't want to spend a small remortgage on loads of stuff for um, Warsaw yeah. Pack. And yeah. then three, four months painting it solidly. Mm. That's a lot of green as well. Yeah. It's a big commitment to green at that point. Yeah, I think it was a, it was a decent book again. The, yeah. the, the shop thing was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 started, it started getting muted during the various Twitch things. I think Wayne yeah. said they were looking at doing some sort of like Panzerleer-style unit for the um, Soviets, like being the guys who test out all the you know, tactics and stuff. And it seems to have morphed into a concept along that kind of lines for a breakthrough unit hmm. based, you know, based around second-year conscripts and combat veteran officers. 
But yeah, it's um, it, it's. I mean, is it something that would, that would have happened? Maybe. Is it something the game needed to help the Warsaw packed out, especially new players? Definitely. So. Yeah. And does it break anything? Probably no. It doesn't really break anything by doing it. So it's, I think all in all, it's a good, it was a good, good addition. Good inclusion. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the year. That's there's more stuff there than I thought there was going to be actually. And yeah. Obviously, new dice templates and stuff. The tokens. Oh, yeah, dice boxes are back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and the bit Eddie's been waiting to talk about. <laughs> well, before that, there's also the figure cases that I've ordered but haven't been. I don't think they've been shipped yet. Oh yes, I've got the figure case. Yeah. So there's yeah. So once they come out, we can actually get some pictures of the foam and let people know what it's actually like. Um, oh, what's in it? You mean the actual yeah, composition? The they've obviously got a picture of the bag, but nothing of the actual what the interior. They've got a list of oh, screen. Yeah, they, they've got a description as to what can fit in the trays, but no actual picture of the it's interior. A trade. Yeah. Oh. Um, and the art of war book, which you've been very impressed by. Which I was very impressed by, yeah. For for the £15 it is in the UK, I think it's $20. It's an incredible quality book. Um, it's bigger than I thought it would be. And it's it's got more pages as well. It's, it's about um, three quarters of an inch thick. Um, so, all in all, for terms of quality, and the, the, you know, the paper stock's lovely, the print's really, really nice. Um, and it's amazing just how much art there actually is you know because all the old obviously all the old boxes had cover art done for them yeah so you're going through and this is everything from the um armored neverworthers and you know soviet 155 guns and everything in between including a couple of bits that are brand new I thought some of those pictures as well were they were larger than the cover art, so it's obviously yes. the original artwork and so this stuff that's it's new. It's because even, yeah, it's the front and back. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. it, right, I'm with you. But the Burning Empires one is a wraparound cover, but you could, mostly yeah. the, the back gets sort of hidden behind the blurb and that kind of thing. But. Yeah, and then so they did that for the the V three books for the V four books. There, the opposing books are one picture. Oh, they really okay. Yeah, so you have, you have on one side you have the Soviets, for example, and on the other side you have the appropriate German book. Yes, if you get Iron Cross and the gates next to each other, it falls Yeah, yeah, that's clever. Which is how I know that the new German Bagration book is going to have a Panzer IV on the cover, (laughs) which is which is nice. Because, you know, the artwork, I was like, oh, there's the Pagration book. Oh, that must be the German book then. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's all a trick. Yeah, it was ahead of a trick to kind of wind me up for no apparent reason. So who knows? <laughs> that's that's a long play as well. That's a long play. <laughs> Formidable payoff. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worth it. Yeah. No, I, oh, I, I, I liked it so much that I actually ordered the second one to give to my nephew as a Christmas present. A bonus Christmas present. Oh, you know what else came out this year? I think the what? colors, the colors of war, the painting guide. Uh, was no, that I this think, year? I think only you got that this year. <laughs> oh, um, Are you sure? Yeah, I think I, 
fairly sure that was out last year. I think at the same time as Team, oh. Team Yankee Breed works. Yeah, it's, that's definitely oh, more last um, year. Yeah. But I made sure you had a copy this year, that's all. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very Paint useful. Ooh, look at uh, that. Paint sets, they came out. Oh, yeah, back to Vallejo. The Vallejo. Oh, yes. So it, maybe maybe Colour War did come at the same time because I see that was linked in, those were all linked together they they sets. were but the paint sets were just massively delayed uh, yes okay the books came out and then the paint sets just didn't make it into distribution for a while yeah that's right because that's a yes because also Team team Yankee British was delayed because it was meant to come out last year and got pushed into this year yeah yeah alright I remember now so um, yeah no, those, those little paint oh. sets were handy mm-hmm thought i had something then right just a just a round out before looking at this year one of the things we're going to be doing is looking at next year and we got yeah coming down the pipe yeah so one of the things we've been doing talking about doing is what we want to do with the podcast and other things we've been looking at and we've been talking we've been because obviously we're all desperate to do do stuff one of the things we have been talking about doing is trying to do some sort of podcast this is the last episode shock horror (laughs) Yeah. Bye. What? Bye. No one talked oh. that through with me. What? Yeah, surprise. Oh. It's another victim of 2020. We're done. Mm. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, no, what I can do with these Iranians. That's got to be the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. I know it's a bit of a hyperbolic statement. But um, do you remember that I told you about that um, service in celluloid? The uh, the World War Two movie reviewers from the World War Two American History Museum. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, super into this, and then the guy moved, and they're like, right, you know, I've, I've got a new job. I'm going to a different museum. The, the podcast is over. That was the last episode. Thanks, bye. Oh, I was like, huh, <laughs> oh. So uh, we won't be doing that to you guys listening. Sorry, <laughs> a bit harsh. Yeah, we'll be a bit yeah. Harsh. One of, the things we, one of the things we were talking about was um, doing some video content of some sort. So we're going to be playing around with that as a concept for a bit, bit of, sort of next year for sure, like looking at bat reports, unboxings, that kind of thing. Um, and one of the things we, 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 we've done is basically set up a Patreon. And right now it's a single tier Patreon, £1 a month, and it's just basically um, giving us somebody to help sort out the podcast because we can buy new equipment like some new microphones. We want to try and move to the idea of do, doing this as a sit-down thing with all three of us around a table rather than do it via Skype. Um, and maybe in the future looking at getting some video equipment so we can actually look at doing some proper high-quality bat reports, that kind of thing. So we're not going to start doing exclusive content quite yet. You're going to see videos on YouTube for free. Um, but certainly sometime pre-2020, late 2020, where we might start looking at doing exclusive content. This podcast is always going to be this podcast. It's always going to be on Break for Assault for free, so don't worry about that. Well, we do we do have faces for radio, so I am a bit worried about videos. So some of the money will go to <laughs> cosmetic surgery. Well, it's, I think oh. it's going to be more focused on the table, right? <laughs> well, yours might be. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't say it. Dunk, Dunk, Dunk is quite a fetching chap. We could definitely do the only the shooting school only fans. Were, uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I. For the sake of my marriage, please don't do that. Faces, bases, <laughs> loincloths. <laughs> oh, faces, bases, I don't feel well. Soothing voice. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so you can find you can find our Patreon at patreon.com 
shoot and scoot. Well, we'll put a copy of it in the actual uh, website because it's shoot underscore and underscore shoot. Because all I could get, apparently, someone else has got shoot and scoot already. Yeah. Pat Rion. <laughs> Pat Rion. Yeah, it's that really weird spelling. Of, mm-hmm. yeah. Slash. Shoot. Is it unscoot or and scoot? And scoot. And. Yeah, it's not unscoot. Mm-hmm. Well, the podcast titles are. Are they? Shoot and scoot. Yeah, shoot and scoot. That's what I said. Joined September 2016 by a random kid, kid called Jared. What have you done? Have you done underscores? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's shoot underscore and underscore scoot. Oh, okay. So the problem there is if you don't put the underscores in, it goes to someone else's page. Yeah. That's why I said the underscores are important. <laughs> this is like this is like where you go. To I Dick wasn't Ch- listening. This is like where you go. To Dick Cheney's blog and forget to go. To, uh, forget and forget to put the hyphen in, so you get dickviews.com rather than dick underscore view dot com. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, it's a thirty rock joke. <laughs> oh dear. It's a TV thing. Don't worry about it. I, I don't feel well. I don't feel well again. And underscore scoot. That works. Yeah. Oh, you got the uh, recorded scooter. That's cool. Yeah, well, it said give a name, give a give a give a name for your tier. So I thought we have shoot and scoot. We should do scooters as the first tier and shooters next year. That's what shooters. You can't have you can't have a Patreon level called shooters. <laughs> that's not going to work. That's what Why? people get arrested for. <laughs> We've got a live shooter. Obviously, there's some, there's, there's some TV things you have to work out on this. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made, officer. Can we do a like phase of war drinking championship between Lee and me, and that'd be a paid only content. That'd be shooters. Every 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 point of unit you lose is a shot. Oh my uh, god! Every point is, is it midwar tiger time? Yep. When well, no, you kill one tiger, that's twenty nine shots. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And that's how Lee was hospitalised. Shoot to kill. (laughs) Shoot to kill. I was doing alright until I found a cross check. Um, Anyway, so officer answers. Are you ready? Are you ready, Eddie? Straight into that. I'm ready for that. Are you ready, Eddie? Okay. Right. Officer answers from our Facebook page if you haven't yes. liked subscribed followed did the thumbs up or whatever that is whatever kids do these days do that because then you'll, you'll get notified when we Floss. post up asking for questions so first question from the coxer asks if you were to introduce the pluton to french mm-hmm. forces in flames of war what would its profile be i think he means team yankee because isn't that the tactical uke it's a tactical duke on an AMX 30. So if it was in Flames of War, um, it would be quite expensive, I imagine. <laughs> well, we know, uh, we know it's going to win 500 points. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because even if it didn't fire its nuke, it could probably just drive around you know, with impunity. What's what, the, the AMX 30 would be good? I'm, well, I'm, I'm 11, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's no, not great. Still, it's still rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, 50 years later, still rubbish. Does it say it's IS-2, front armour? That's not bad. <laughs> For a light tank. Yeah. 
what would its profile be? What would a tactical nuke be? I mean, we did actually. I can't remember why we did, but I, I was actually looking. I remember looking it up. I think it's because he actually, he asked us a while ago on our little um, side chat, and we said about having everything in under the artillery template. Because I think the minimum, the minimum yield of the Pluton warhead was something like a kiloton. Right. <laughs> Wikipedia, um, that, that front of all knowledge, yeah. it's got a 15 kiloton or 25 kilotons or conventional high explosive. Oh, so you can have conventional. So it doesn't have to be nukes. Yeah, I'm not sure if they actually ever did that, but yeah. It's a... I like the range, though. Oh, I know why. Because I was looking at I was looking at the Lance originally. That's what, the Lance does have a dialable warhead. So it had an, it had a range of between seventeen to one hundred and twenty kilometers. Mm-hmm. Um, the short range only allowed strikes on targets in West Germany or within France itself. So you probably don't want too big a bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's because we have to remember cause the French weren't forward deployed like everyone else was. Yeah, so, yeah. They're sat at home. Um, also cool, it had a little little CT-20 drone that could fly out and uh, provide last-minute information about the target. All right. What's on top of them? Yeah, well, little drone's pretty cool. It's got jet engine and stuff. Right, well, anyway, a 15 kiloton warhead, I'd say basically take everything off the table because there's, um, <laughs> there's very little you can do with that in terms of dialing it down. Um, 15 kilotons, that's quite a lot. Yeah. I'm not an expert, well, but that's a lot. Well, let's look at the one kiloton warhead for the Lance. I did say what you could have is everything under the... Choose, t- choose your aim point. Everything under artillery template is taken off the table. Everything under the salvo template gets hit by a brutal anti-tank 5 top attack, firepower auto, like a toss, basically. Everything else on the table takes a save. Um... For, or, or, or basically, and I thought that was a very good way of like doing the, the free effects, the immediate thermal effect under the actual blast itself. You then get the um, shock effect out further, and then you got the radiation effect. Wow. But, it'd be pretty, but yeah, I mean, at this kind of scale, with any kind of nuclear you know, weapon, it's, well, like I say, at the end of the day, it's equivalent to one, kil- one kiloton of um, high explosives. Would that's you, why it's would, called a kiloton, right? Would you have to wait until the Soviet player had deployed new, uh, chemical weapons before you were allowed to use it as well? Well, I mean, obviously, NATO never never took a no, had to, could never go for a no first strike policy because, you know, yeah. ultimately it was there to stop the Soviets like steamrolling all the way through to um, Rotterdam. So you could say there's an escalation thing and the Soviets have to go chemical first, but I don't think that's ever really doctrine. It was there. If we you know if we're losing that badly, we buy time, then we hit a nuke and take out the entire forward wave. Then you just hope, Yeah, basically, yeah. Which <laughs> obviously the Germans were never keen on, keen no, on this <laughs> Well, that, does that mean as well that on the other side, when you did it, that the East Germans would have to immediately pull out? We well, see that, that's so we've got Tom Clancy's Red Storm Rising. One of the interesting things it does, it doesn't go chemical or nuclear. That's principally because on both sides, Germany goes, um, no, we're not okay with this as a strategy, guys. And um, if that's what we want to do, then we'll just sit at home and you guys can try and have this war without us. Yeah. So that's why it never goes um, chemical in the first few days, like, like every other book. Hmm. Yeah. I'd be instant morale test for both sides, I think, if that started kicking off that level. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think... You, 
Ben Davy asks, you are on a train. You glance to the steamed up window and briefly oh, watch God. the trees, white with snow and lacking leaves, drink. go past. You find yep. yourself rubbing your hands as the heating of the train either isn't working or isn't on. You don't know which, but it's of no importance. You are cold anyway. You look at the man opposite and see Pete sitting there. Sitting there. <laughs> Am I supposed to read this literally or without the typos? He's in the phone. <laughs> he's in the what? He's, he's in the phone. Oh, wow. And in the phone. Okay. Bit of the conversation. I say, mate, we need a new game or era. I just don't know what. We have so much money to throw at it, it will be massive. This is it. It's your chance to pitch the idea you have had for that new game. You take a quick swig of your drink, catch Pete's eye, and walk over. What are you going to pitch to Pete? Polynesian Canoe Wars. <sighs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> early war. Just do early war. Just, like gliders. <laughs> just do early war. Um, I think... I'm, I'm interested with Checkpoint Charlie still. I still think Checkpoint Charlie's a good idea. Uh, American Civil War? Napoleonics? Different. Because clearly, what, what we need is never Napoleonics or American Civil War rule set. Absolutely. The, the, yeah. the market's in, a glut with them. I don't, I don't know what's missing, really. What would I pitch? I, I, they could so come what, up with their own proprietary fantasy uh, setting. Oh, so exactly what I was about to say. What, I, what I'd pitch is actually a near future um, sort of Team Yankee, but set in about 50 years, 100 years in the future. So it's, it's still sort of familiar, but hard you know, sci-fi. But ultimately, everything's also proprietary. Um, <laughs> so you don't have people and stuff. But yeah, well, that'll be it. So it'd be not only would you have the conventional effects of shooting a gun at someone, but there would be a certain amount of like ECM and cyber attack element built into the actual warfare as well. Okay. So you know, the enemy's got active defences, so missiles are useless against them. What I'm going to do is both jam and hack their um, active defences, so my missiles can go through. But now they're trying to target my um, cyber attack units to try and prevent that. You'd have an almost a level of strategy above it for dealing with that kind of thing. Please talk about this more than I have. I've got a whole thing written on this. I'm going to tell Pete just to make uh, failed blitz tokens. Yeah, why why is that not a thing? Yeah, why is that not a thing? I couldn't believe that when you said it. Because that happens all the time. That's That's definitely a thing. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed seemed really weird. Because like I said, I never thought about it until you mentioned it. And it was just like... You're absolutely right. Why isn't no Feldblitz so good? Got unnecessarily angry about it. <laughs> Why is this not a thing? Yeah. No, I, uh, redo Early War. Um, and Spanish do, Civil War. Do, Spanish Civil War. Spanish Civil War. No, British in the, the uh, Burma. I'll tell you what, actually, Luke and I were looking at the other day was there was an operation in Vietnam in 1945 with the British. Oh, didn't know if you knew that. No. Um, it was in I can't remember what it's called now. Operation, and that was quite cool because we were looking at it going. Well, it was before the French were in Operation. Let's never come back here again. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. If this, if this ever comes up again, we'll just let the French and the Americans deal with it. Okay, so. <laughs> no China. 
Oh, God. I'm going to find it now. Carry on. I'll come back. Man looks things up on internet. Part two. Yeah, it, you know, it's really annoying because we were talking about it because we thought it would be really interesting because it was just so wacky and the British were out there almost straight after the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, Operation Masterdom. There you go. Yeah. There's something to look up. Because um, it's the British and the Japanese fighting together. Oh, well. What, oh. against the uh, Vietnamese? Uh, I believe so, yeah. There you go. Against yeah. the Viet Minh, yeah. There we go. That would be different. Once again, we are the hipsters that were in the world. That is, wars before. Yeah, but there before it's cool. That so is unbelievably hipster. <laughs> the early world arm book, please. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> on arm with yeah. cyberpunk and fell blitz tokens? Um, Quentin Taylor asks, starting to plan my DAC force. Yes, yep. I know it's two years past being popular, and yes, I've heard that DAC isn't awesome, but that won't stop me from building and painting an own popular army. Can anyone say 21st Panzer? Bueller? <gasps> Bueller? Uh, I mean, Duncan? Yeah, 21st Panzer. Whoop, whoop, represent. So I've got lots of plastic to work with, but what are your thoughts on how to build each type to make a reasonable mix of Panzer IV short and long and mm-hmm. mix with the Panzer three options? 7.5, okay. short 5 and long 5. I'm looking for an army which makes lot for lots of reasonable options for list building. For context, I'll have infantry, mortars, tigers, arty, schleppers, 88s, pack 38s available. Okay, so the the first question you got to ask is: Is it Tunisia or is it North Africa? Correct. Because you don't have the short barrel uh, Panzer three N. I don't believe in the early part of the war they don't come into Tunisia. Yeah. I don't think. I think they come in as escort. Um. Yeah. Certainly the post. Certainly post. Like yeah. Yeah. So I think as well that the, the DAC is a great force to take advantage of um, mistaken target with and gun tanking. That's yeah. definitely a thing. Um, that's something I did suffer with when I only ran the short. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the short 50 at all. It just gets outclassed very quickly if your opponent is not running British um, you know, cruisers. Yeah. cruisers yeah. As soon as you hit Shermans and, and things like that, it starts looking a little, um, little underwhelming. So, um, I, th- I think for the Panzer IV, I think you definitely need a couple of long barrels. The, were they the F1? F1? See, I, I'm going to disagree with you here. My, to my thinking, there was a DAC. The Panzer IV long barrel is a bit of, um, it's a, bit of a red herring. Yeah. It's a lot of points for not a lot of, not a lot of firepower. You I wouldn't think, have yep, two. I might have a hate the HQ have one, just looks. But, um, <laughs> I, I I think I think the optimum is the Panzer Free J Special, the long barrel for the yeah, long barrel, barrel yeah, yep, combined with the Panzer Four short barrel for fire support. Yep. Okay. And, then, and I'd have an infantry platoon, and I'd have some catch twenty five pounders and some armor cars. On the, on the point of infantry as well, don't forget that the version three infantry are still available to order off the Flames of War web store. That's the short platoons, isn't it? Yep. The small platoons. Yeah. So you don't get the guns or the mortars, I don't think. But 
You can always, yeah, you can always use the Iron Cross um, support to give yourself the um, infantry from the Iron Cross books if you want like a, a non um, sort of defensive, you know, the actual more standard Panzergrenadier formation. Yeah, and yeah. if you are doing 21st Panzer, don't take Dianas or captured 762s because that was 90th light. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unless you're going to do something like that. Um, martyrs, do we ever get to the bottom whether they had martyrs? We didn't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the martyr as well. Because it's, it's kind of necessary to an extent if you're not going to take the long barrel Panzer four. Because if you do come up against Shermans, you are going to, you know, bounce a lot of the time. Because even the long barrel uh, Js are eight, any tank, or are they nine? I think they're nine. That's why I was looking at them. But the Sherman's front armor's six. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah, you're not going to win that um, duking it out, and I think you'd even probably lose against Grants and Lees, because I think their front armor's five. They're five, they're five, eight, tank nine, same as you, yeah. Yeah, so it's you just got to be very canny with them, I think. Um, I think but the Panzer III is definitely the the vehicle, though, mm-hmm. where the capacity take it in. I just think the Panzer IV, the Panzer IV long barrel is just a lot of points for what it does. It's eleven, isn't it? Eleven. Uh, so it's something crazy. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I've used them before, and two two's not enough because you lose one bailed, and suddenly you're bugging well, out. A point if you've got eighty-eight and you know, you don't need it. Oh, yeah, single single 88, that's... A single 88 is definitely in there. Yeah, six points well spent. Um, and I suppose, actually, if you've got some 50 mils in your infantry, potentially, as well, even 37s. Yeah. Or capture six-pounders. Capture six-pounders are, yeah, better. <laughs> and, it, and it's going to be Tiger, not Tigers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or 30... No, 29 or 33 points. 29. 29. But then again, if you're doing Africa, you won't be having any of those because they won't didn't arrive till Tunisia either. Tunisia, yeah. So I think, I think, I think you, if I, if it were me, I'd build my Panzer threes probably half and half. I, th- I would want some of the short barrel ones in there because they're a little bit cheaper and actually they're quite nice to bounce hits on, off onto, and they'll they'll do work for you against the you know, um, Stuarts and. Crusade? No, not Crusaders. Yeah, it is Crusaders, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because they're eighty-eight. I think I think you only get plus one point of AT, but you get a longer range with the J. Yes. I think it goes from twenty-four to twenty-eight. This is all off the top of my head, so I could be completely wrong. But I yeah, think you go from twenty-four to twenty-eight. So you can yeah. actually stay out the range of most of the anti-tank guns that you're going to be going up against. Correct. Yeah, but I think that there's a place still because I think the points you can play around with the points and get like five tanks uh, yeah. platoons if you want two of them long three of them short and it, it's that's not quite enough in a hundred points for a single platoon off the table yeah. but the other thing you have to be super careful of is in that, that mid-war DAC book is that your points evaporate so quickly mm. so so quickly that you don't get a lot of bang for your buck if that's your core formation yeah pads are four short for me is all the all day, every day. Yeah, there's seven, seven points or six. But they're, they're information and you use them as artillery. Yeah, absolutely, and they're, and they're they still useful. They're ATs, and, and they can bully boy the crap out of anything once they've got rid of. Once you've got rid of your high AT threats, they then just rock up, start direct firing and machine gunning. 
Well, they're eighty-seven anyway, as well, aren't they? So against again against Stewarts and Crusaders, you're you you know bailing them fifty percent of the time at short range. Yeah, I think they're six points. I think from memory, they're eighteen points for three. Yeah, and that's a decent investment in a platoon. Definitely, because you're right. You don't have to worry about artillery then if you don't want to take the capture twenty-five pounders. Um, you can have a self-propelled essentially artillery unit. It's going to be good though. They look awesome on the board. Desert's still the best, dear. Yeah, we need to go back to mid war. I need to get my Italians down. <laughs> oh, yeah, Italians. Mm. I enjoyed that big game yeah. we played. That was a good one. Yeah, it was fun. That was good. Ernst Udo Peters asks Should Australians in Team Yankee be painted in jungle green or in Ozcam? And more importantly, what is the airspeed of an unladen swallow pursued by an angry MI-24 running away from a rodent-surfaced wear missile? <laughs> is that what type of swallow? Did he? Uh, he's clarify? a South African for the reason okay. African swallow. <laughs> 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 well, how could the Roland anti-tank get uh, any air missile, Lee? Honestly, I don't know. I was, I was, I was oh, that's a bit bumper. Yeah, so I, basically, basically, some of the question here is what's faster, a Roland anti air missile? Almost certainly a Roland, yes, I think we can. Or an MI 24. But it's French. Or an angry MI 24. It's Franco German, I think, the Roland. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That makes all the difference. That, that makes a lot of difference. It's like a, uh, a Mercedes and a Fiat. Um, a um, Renault. Renault. Okay. So, the airspeed of an unladen swallow pursued by a Mil 24. Pursued by Roland is Mach 1.6. So I'm assuming the Swallow gets hit by the Mil 24, then the Mil 24 gets hit by the Roland, <laughs> which accelerates everything to 1.6. Mac in the space of yeah, um, a millisecond. Plus, plus whatever the acceleration from the six and a half kg of high explosive is. But isn't yeah. isn't the Roland quite a short range missile? Isn't it like a tactical missile? Um, so how far away? This- Eight eight kilometers. Yeah, point defense. Yeah. That's about right for point defense missile. Yeah, so what happens if it's nine kilometers away? Well, but it would be pursuing. <laughs> well, it would. It should be pursuing badly. Well, I guess we could look at what the air, what you know, what what the velocity of the cannon on the uh, Mil twenty four is. Assuming they get a lucky hit on the swallow, then lots of it would be going that fast. Do you know what this sounds like? Though it sounds like sort of Team Yankee wacky races. <laughs> Catch the pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but should Australians and Team Yankee be painted jungle green or an Ozcan? I thought they should have been painted as bar weight staff. So, you know. What's Ozcan? It's the Australian um, camouflage. Uh, yeah, but what does it look like? Does it look cool? I don't it's even know. Pretty, pretty funky. Yeah, it's, it's one you see when people play in. It's got like three, like that two tone, three tone camo. See, oh. personally, I think they should be painted the same as West Germans because clearly they just borrowed all the West German kit while they've been, while they somehow end up in Europe. Yeah, but, yeah, but they wouldn't tech- come over in their underpants, would they? I mean, they're not yeah, it's, it's talking a- coming up in speedos. Should you use yeah, massage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, going to take a while for, anyone... a boat, for a boat of tanks to get to Europe. So, well, depends. It's- it's quite easy to fly guys out. Fly guys out and pick up the kit. These are these are that predisposed war stock. So you think they should be West German figures? Yeah, or or, or, or Dutch, whatever you want to use for them. Yeah. Oh, Dutch figures. Now we're talking my language. Mm-hmm. But um, no, so I I personally would go just for the flat jungle green. 
Perfect. Was that is that the infantry figures? That's not a like a tank thing, is it? The the, the Oscam. Well, they don't have tanks. They've only got the rocket uh, Land Rovers. They're oh, leopards, really? They're leopards, Aussies. Yeah, they're leopard ones in there. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they got. I think things. so. I thought they were just a platoon of. Man looks things up and. Platoon of, uh, yeah, platoon of um, lifeguards. LRTGs. Not LRTGs. The Land Rover. Yeah. Uh, I thought they only had those. I think if yeah. you're going to do that as well, if you're going to do the Aussies, you, you surely need someone like Alf Stewart from uh, Home and Away. Home and Away. Yeah, you need a Home and Away platoon. G'day. Strike me, Rowan woman. <laughs> Harold Bishop. Yeah, yeah Harold Bishop. <laughs> he falls, huh? off, falls off a cliff and comes back two years later. Yeah, playing is cheaper, but uh, can't, can't remember anything else. That would be a cool objective. Harold Bishop playing a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Down at the water hole. Yeah, he's <laughs> just on a cliff. On a cliff edge with a tuba. Just playing like the last post. Ian <laughs> <laughs> Crack asks, what is one terrain piece idea you've either made, seen or wanted to make or wanted to make that is eye catching enough the 40k player over on the next table would come over and ask about the game. I think we saw that today, didn't we? The, the race road, yes, yeah, elevated yeah, highway. The, the little IKEA, really okay, it wasn't a bit of start for me, but okay. Well, a little IKEA factory, uh, warehouse that's eye catching enough. Oh, why is there IKEA on that table? Oh, it's tanks in the car park so having you know done tables try to do just this catch people's eyes and get them to come over and try the game out it's like i think a lot of it's not just one piece it's the whole look of the table yeah Mm. cohesive yeah if you can get a nice cohesive table the table is telling the story just by looking at it then that's good that said, I have made like a V2 launch enclosure using the, the old um, V3 thing. <laughs> that was quite good. When you do the Team Yankee stuff, having like the power lines on, that kind of thing, yeah. gives a nice vertical element to the table. I thought your little things like the skips and I think someone does dumpsters, like the little biffer bins. Yeah. yeah. Um, but stuff like that, just little, yeah. It, it complements it, it, yeah. Makes it more lifted. William White asks. Hmm. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I was just thinking I don't really do terrain. But don't I, do I terrain. Using, I don't do terrain. It's not my skill set. William White asks, are British Sherman lists any good? Which ones? I don't know. It just says, are British Sherman lists any good? You <laughs> <laughs> might have to put a caveat on the next one saying, please define which game system and era you're talking about. Yeah, mid-war. Yeah, yeah they are. I, I still say late war they're pretty good. Oh no, I, th- I think you're right. I just think that mid war they're they're bullies. I mean, they're confident. The Firefly's excellent. Yeah, because I mean, it, I mean they're, they're confident, they're trained, mm-hmm. but they're still veteran in terms of no, they're yeah. trained, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but they got the Firefly. They're still hit on fours, which is the main thing you really want to get out of all this. Um, the Firefly obviously gives you that major hitting power. 
Yeah, I, I think Brit- the British, you know, British tanks in late war still got a lot going for them. Yeah, I I think it's the the fireflies, the sleeper thing in that, in that you can have one huge AT asset hiding in amongst. You know, it's not like the Americans where you've got a whole platoon of seventy six mils, and you've got to run them around together. You can spread out that high end AT all over the place where it needs to be. Yep. And you've got the option of leaving it behind the... and going forward with yeah. 75s, putting smoke down as they go, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, when you when, when I played you with, with it, you just bounced everything onto the, the normal Shermans as well. Yep. It's a three, yeah. essentially a three-up save to move it somewhere else. <laughs> it's really annoying. And I don't think they're that expensive for what they actually are. No. Now that they've had the boost as well mm-hmm. in anti-tank, they're pretty lethal. Well, it's AT-14. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's crackers. It's going to kill anything. I think that what they suffer from is the three tank platoon, don't they? Well, four, it's four tanks. As in four um, tanks, right? Yeah, you can have three seventy fives and a Firefly, or two seventy fives and a Firefly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, at some point this year, we're going to get the late late war British book. Sorry, next year, and I suspect that will go then to having the extra Firefly in the Shun platoon. So they finished the war. Two. They finished yeah. the war having two and two. That that will be crackers. I mean, I just think they they're, they're still cheap. Is is the issue that that's the thing I think I find about the British um, late war list is that um, high end AT becomes suddenly quite plentiful. Yeah, I think it's because it, yeah. they they're still treated as being confident trained, and I wonder if they're underpointing the whole the really good bit, which is the fact they're cautious. They're still hit on fours, which means they got that survivability cooked mm-hmm. in right away. Yeah. I mean, having half the shots yeah. of Panther takes at you disappear before it even hits you. Yeah, and it's, it's long range suddenly has an effect, or more disproportionate effect. Yeah. Do you, do, uh, do you have to take... Is there two... There's an arm... There's the Sherman Squadron, isn't it, in the late war? And then there's the Desert Rats one? But the Desert Rats well, that's that's Cromwell's, yeah. So the, the, variant, yeah. the variant Sherman list is... As D, the DD Shermans... Which is their, um, the guys who won the actual D-Day with a duplex drive. And they have their fireflies yep. in a separate troop. Which is um, interesting. I'm not sure it actually buys anything, but um, it's there. And the other variant you've got is in the command cards, which is the Canadian one where you get you gain scout and spearhead, I think, or something like that. There's the Sherwood Rangers as well, isn't there? you got Sherwood Rangers option? I think I there's think. a few named units as well, yeah. Yeah. So you can play around with those, and they might give you something. Um, I don't know if they're yeah necessarily yeah. good, but there's options. I still think the Sherman's great. I think the 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 thing it almost suffers from is its ubiquitousness in late war. It becomes a bit vanilla. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just you know it gets got Cromwell's and comets and seventy sixes and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it's everyone looks, yeah everyone looks at everyone looks at Brits and goes Churchills because. Everyone goes yep. heavy tanks, but yeah, I think this, I think the Sherman is definitely a place for it if you want to do something a bit different and still be competitive. You, do you think in the mirror match, though, like everyone's saying to Churchill's that is the Firefly not just an answer to the Churchill as well? Um, yeah, obviously that, that you got the um, Churchill Seven, which is front armor eleven these days. It's not thirteen anymore. I think it's eleven, and obviously at that point fourteen will still kill it, but it comes a bit more of a struggle. Mm. But against against a normal Churchill, you know, it makes up the rest of the platoon definitely, yeah. But you know, you'll be you'll, that three plus trick you've been doing with your Firefly, they'll be doing with their Churchill Seven. So, well, yeah, 
but the other way. Yeah. Boing. I'm just thinking for 13 points, it's a pretty cheap inclusion in a British list. I think for, I think it's 13 for three, and it's something like 16 or 17 for four. Mm-hmm. You can get plenty of platoons on the table. Yeah. Good fun. Uh, William might also ask, German infantry, both Greyhound Panzer Grenadiers and non-best SS Panzer Grenadiers, both backed up by Assault Flak Pack Front Flak 88s, Armoured 75s and Flame Half Tracks, seem to be the new shiny thing for winning. How would you counter this while still having a list to take on an Armoured Force? See, I was surprised by this because I read that and I thought, Armoured Flames are Half Tracks. I don't think I've ever seen them. Yeah, yeah. I, I never see them in the meta over here. I mean, obviously, they, they're in the list. They're um, 250, yeah. um, is it 250 tens? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah something like that. Yeah. So, uh, num- I can't remember. I'm, I've always been rubbish trying to remember what the numbers are on 250 on the German half tracks. But yeah, you've got the two flamethrowers either side. It's basically like a, like a wasp. Um, a wasp, sorry. Um, yeah. You're just okay, a wasp. But. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've seen anyone actually use them, so it's interesting. That seems to be the meta over in the States. Yeah, short 75s is a bit... Of, I mean, Luke has talked about them for ages in terms of the armour pounds of Grenadiers mm-hmm. force and using the short 75s because you get a bucket of them in like in the formation. Yeah. But I always thought it was a bit underwhelming because they can't barrage from memory. They can only direct they fire on their own. Direct fire nine or eight? Nine firepower three, yeah. Yeah. Heat. I just don't know if that's. I'd, I'd be interested to see how they use because yeah, the the flamethrowers. I suppose the only thing that's going for them is you can get a big. I think you can get a six stand or six vehicle unit. That's a lot of flamethrower at that point. You know, that's twenty four dice of fiery death. Yeah. But but there's still only a half track. I mean, in all honesty, half tracks aren't aren't that scary to kill. I must admit, I'm just like you no. Know, sure, the counter this is just British Churchill's backed up with artillery to deal with their um, smoke and frag for um, pack front. It's just, it just doesn't seem. Yeah, but there's no there's no heavy armor in there at all, is there? No, but it's it's the volume of infantry you get, the flexibility that infantry have, and then the splitting up of the flak 88s. Yeah, the so the, the pack front gives you four individual 88s in dug in, don't, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting question because I I just didn't. It's one of those forces that I haven't looked at. I suppose it is cheap because the SS and the 117th are both hit on threes, aren't they? They they get a discount for. Well, the Greyhounds stay hit on fours, but um, they have a worse um, last stand. Oh, that's it. They have a worse rally. Is it rally yeah. or last stand? Something like that. Because I remember we talked about this in the Panther one recently. Like I looked at using that card to get basically two extra Panthers in. Yeah. Like extra panther. Hmm, that's a lot of kit, but I mean, still, I'd be interested to see what the the list looks like as well. Because the, the armored, like even in the formation support, you, you've only got like two, two eight centimeter mortars, and they're not tremendously cheap in the artillery. I, don't, I, I I'm, I'm interested. This has intrigued me. I don't know maybe you can get four. Can you get four now? I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued because the 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 armoured Panzer Grenadier stuff I always discount as being too expensive. Why would you pay for the half tracks when you can just have the infantry? 
Yeah. yeah. It's a good question. What would you do to take it out? I suppose you want lots of medium level anti-tank then. You want and the, the and then something that you can just take out. You want the do you want the Keith Flint list? Yes, you do. You want Keith Flint. You want yeah, yeah crocodiles and, and vesps. Uh Vos, sorry. Yeah. That's an interesting question. That is an interesting question, though, because that's, like I said, that's something that's passed me by completely. If that's something that's in the North American meta, that'd be interesting to see what what's come out of that. I to get a bill and have have some games. Yeah. <laughs> games. What's it? What's games? What's, yeah. What do we actually do with these toys? They sit in the cupboard, right? You put them back in the box. <laughs> well. First you paint them. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, Malcolm S. Rogers asks, I don't have a lot of Team Yankee experience, unfortunately. Are five-plus firepower anti-aircraft weapons, like the VADs, really effective? Yes. Put enough shots in the air. Yeah, it's, it's, it's having the deterrent, isn't it? It's, it's not giving the... You know, if you don't have any VADs or any you know short range um aa or any aa at all really then your opponent has got free reign to set up whatever they want yeah um but having those fire firepower you know cannon artillery aa stuff the sheer rate of fire and eventually you'll get one you know but even if you don't get one they're there as the deterrent that's it i mean so um they're cheap they put a lot of firepower um, and, they're, and they're dual role, don't forget, because they these dual. guys can generally, you know, attack soft targets on ground as well. Unlike the missile teams. Yeah, I think you never want to run just on their own, but as a backup to a SAM system, I, definitely the way to go. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, that is the end of an officer answers. Oh well. That's there great. Go. More good questions from our, from our listeners. More good questions. Made us think, damn you. Our listeners, as always, making sure we have good content because we can't think they ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shall we shoot shoot and scoot then, gentlemen? Yes. So tonight's dice is, again, with um, the custom dice at Adam Centers. And this one is the Imperial symbol from Star Wars. That hexagon with the weird little circle thing inside it. The hexagon with the circle inside it. Yeah, you don't remember? It's like the symbol you see on the side. It's just like a, it's a circle. Yeah. And then there's um, a hexagon inside, and it's got like a little like circle with spokes on inside of it. What, what force is that? Is that the Imperial force? That's the um, Imperial, yeah. Have you guys been watching the latest Mando? Yes, I have. Oh, nope, I've been saving it. Oh my god, it's so good. I have been saving it. That's no spoilers, funny. please. No spoilers. A worthwhile thing to do. Honestly, I was really surprised when Mace Windu came back. I was really? expecting that. Is Darth, is Darth Maul still in it with his um, bionic legs? I just can't believe that Jar Jar Binks was the main baddie. Of course he was. He was what, Darth, Darth Binks? Darth Binks. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Stormtroopers hit on sixes, right? Well, uh, yeah. Let's face it. Still... But this is skill tech. <laughs> yeah. Only, storm, Imperial, only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. <coughs> rest in time, rest of Star Wars canon. This proves that every single time. But yes, it's a... 
Even even Mando can't fix that. Okay, so we're going to say skill five plus for the stormtroopers. Yeah, three. No, so unfortunately, no, failed. they failed to do anything because it's going to get yeah. shot by everything else. Shot by trees. Little furry bug is going to come up to him with with sharp sticks. Yep, Ewoks. <laughs> oh god, yeah, we conquered a galaxy, but teddy bears, no. Yeah, matters. The Armored Train Wreck of a podcast you've been listening to was Shooting Scoots, the Blazer World podcast from the team at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk. It was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and our new Patreon slash shoot underscore and underscore scripts <laughs> for pennies for things. Underscore. Underscore. Yeah. So um, whilst we're doing that, I was just shaking up a pot of Agrax. I realised the top wasn't on, so I've just literally cast shade on myself. Oh my oh. god! Only a little bit, thankfully. It was you know, not like not like a complete loss, but just oh. my hand is now dripping in Agrax. I'll be back. But de- definition of my hand now is fantastic. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs>